This is Taryn and welcome to Mamas on Fire, the podcast about momming and money. Today I am so excited to talk about Christmas. We'll talk about the average holiday spender, how to save for Christmas, and the marketing traps used to guilt moms into taking on debt and overspending. Thanks so much for being here. And at the end, if you felt like this episode was valuable, then please, please, please write a kind review and share it with someone else you think would enjoy it. The average family spends more than $200 per kid on Christmas. And honestly, that tracks pretty closely to what we spend as well. And if that's out of range for you, you're not alone. Just because that's what the average family spends does not mean this is what's right for for you. My best advice for you, Santa, is to make a list and check it twice. $200 per kid adds up really quick. And when you have multiple kids, and if you have a $1,000 total for Christmas and five kids, it's really just not realistic. You aren't a bad parent because you've prioritized your financial health or weren't willing to take on debt this holiday season. With that said, 40% of holiday celebrators say they have no issue with taking on more debt or new debt just by shopping. It's not surprising to me. Normally, I'm a pretty optimistic person, but man, Good Friday marketing is like the bomb.com. While I'm not sure how they convince people to camp outside of a place like JCPenney during Thanksgiving dinner, but wow, they do it and do it well, don't they? I'll be real with you. There is no amount of saving that would make me personally want to be with that many people fighting over a television and a speaker. If you told me you'd give it to me for free and all I had to do was fight off like 100 Karens in Best Buy, I'd be like, nah, it's not worth it. Not at all. You can just have it, Karen number 76. Just a little side note, my name is Taryn with a T. Please don't get that messed up. But just some other marketing things to look out for are things like buy now, pay later. I am begging you, please do not participate. I really don't even care if the interest rate is 0% for six months or whatever. It's honestly just about the principle of it to me. I mean, I won't go ranting and raving about it for the entire episode, but like, don't guilt me into spending money I don't have right now. Just, yuck, I hate that. It's not my job as a mom or a parent to buy presents on Christmas. It's officially not in the job description, so please stop making me feel like it is. Second, you'll see network marketing ploys really amp up this holiday season because what better way to recruit someone into your pyramid scheme than to make them feel like they need to earn extra income to afford Christmas? It's just gross to one, lie about the type of income someone will make in an MLM, and two, to even make someone feel like they aren't contributing to an income and therefore shouldn't be able to spend their partner's money for Christmas is just, I hate that so, so much. You have no idea. For so many parents, Christmas isn't a holly jolly time because we are watching people take on thousands of dollars of debt just to post about how great, what great parents they are in social media. Hashtag blessed. So to make someone feel bad about one, not earning an income, Two, not having money to pay for just plain shit because that's what it is. Three, lying about an income 99% of participants do not make. And four, encouraging them to take on debt to start a quote unquote business using a bottle that makes it impossible for those without a downline to make money with. So if you find yourself unable to spend $200 per kid, then please just know the person trying to recruit you into this is not looking out for you. They feel sorry for you and want to capitalize on your insecurity best thing you can do for you is to not be insecure just because you can't afford $200 worth 
a presence that will likely not even make it to next year, let's be honest. Hey, I am going to interrupt super quick into this episode to let you know that I also have a blog. If you go to mamasonfire.com, you can see everything that I've posted for the last six months on my blog. You can also follow me on Instagram at mamasonfire. Hey, I'm going to interrupt myself really quick to let you know that I also have a blog. The blog has how-tos, it has stories, it has my own personal financial journey, and all of the new things that I'm trying out with finances, including investing, automation, all of it. So if you get a chance after this episode, head to mamasonfire.com to take a read. I'll stop ranting. But to prevent debt and overspending this Christmas really is just a sinking fund. A sinking fund in Santa's list. So a sinking fund is an expected purchase that you'll save over X amount of money over Y amount of time. So we have four weeks until Christmas. So that would mean if we wanted $500 by Christmas Eve, we need to set aside $125 a week for the next four weeks or $250 per paycheck. However is easiest for you to save. Me, personally, I save all year in my holiday sinking fund. All I do is set up automatic transfers of X amount of dollars every other week when we get paid to go straight into my savings account, which is where I keep all of our sinking fund balances. And Santa's list is exactly what it sounds like. I write how much I have in my holiday sinking fund at the top and put my priorities under it. So my kids and my partner are the top priorities, followed by our siblings and parents, Then I try to think about who I'm actually going to see over the holidays and who else I'd like to gift for. I have a few friends that I like to shop for and cousins that I'll see close to the holidays, and I even like to get a few small things for our neighbors and the kids' teachers. I start by writing how much I expect to spend based on what my kids want. So this year it was $200 each, then my partner I set aside $100, and just went down the list looking at items I thought would be cool and playing with some of the numbers. One thing I'm doing differently this year, instead of everyone getting their own gift as far as parents and siblings, I'm doing family gifts. So instead of getting something for each person, I'm shopping per family. So trying to do fun things for couples and families to stay busy during winter without over-consuming. Me, personally, I have a huge but good problem at Christmas with over-consumption. So we are all gifted something, and I'm so appreciative for it all, but I get very overwhelmed with a lot of stuff. One year in particular, our minivan was just packed full and we had to live in like a thousand square foot home back then. So a packed minivan full of toys and clothes and just a ton of stuff was emptied into our home. And then we still had to bake cookies for Santa, get the kids to bed, get Santa's presents from the basement, wrap them, make the scavenger hunt. And then, oh yeah, we had all this stuff from family that we had to put somewhere. I mean, I was so upset because like, what a great problem to have but I was so overstimulated and overwhelmed and I really don't want anyone else feeling like that. So while I love buying gifts, it's honestly like my love language, not receiving gifts, but buying them. I am trying to be more intentional about what people actually want. As far as our neighbors and people that we see during the holidays without being super close to, I usually do something like cookies or flowers, something low cost, but will be something that won't be something that just takes up space. Giving at Christmas really is my favorite thing to do all year, so I was trying to find a good way to include my oldest daughter as well. 
recently our oldest daughter found out mom and dad are Santa because I told her. <laughs> Kids in her class were finding out and telling her and it just felt kind of weird lying to her. So I told her the truth and she was pissed, like really pissed. So I came up with the idea of the Santa Club. So now she's part of this exclusive club of Santas. We're giving her $50 to be someone else's Santa. And she's going to help us place presents under the tree and eat the cookies this year. She was feeling better about it, but not quite cool with it yet. So I found out she was mostly upset that Santa's scavenger hunt was not real. Every year for the last three years, Santa has left a scavenger hunt for the kids to find his gifts. So we take memories we've made throughout the year to leave clues, ultimately leading to Santa's gift for them. My oldest biggest concern was just that we would still do scavenger hunt for her, which of course we were going to do anyways. But it made me realize she really wasn't all that upset that Santa wasn't real. She really just thought she wasn't going to get to do the scavenger hunt. All to say that if you're concerned that you don't have enough saved for Christmas, kids care way less about what you actually get them than the experience of it. Now she's so excited to be part of the Santa Club, I feel like she has a better understanding of giving. Besides other kids telling her about it, there was one instance where we were picking up our Operation Christmas box from our youngest preschool. If you don't know Operation Christmas shoebox, a lot of churches organize them. You get a shoebox, you fill it with toys. Anyway, anyway, she was just kind of like, well, doesn't Santa get them presents? <laughs> she wasn't quite wrapping our head around like why we would need to buy presents for another kid. So at eight years old, I just felt like she should know how important giving is, even if it's something small. And honestly, just how much fun shopping for someone we care about really is. It's just so much more fun to be Santa, in my opinion. So just a quick recap of today's episode. You're going to stay away from LMMs. So just a quick recap of today's episode. We're going to stay away from LMM. <laughs> okay, last time. Cut. Here we go. So just a quick recap of today's episode. One, stay away from network marketing and buy now pay later scams. Two, you don't need $200 per kid for Christmas. Three, it's so much more about the experience than the stuff. Four, if you have an older kid, I super encourage you to include them on giving. It's been so much fun with us so far. Next, start a sinking fund and Santa list if you haven't yet. Let's try this again. So just a quick recap of today's episode. I'm going to need you to stay away from network marketing and buy now pay later scams. You don't need $200 per kid for Christmas. It's so much more about the experience than the stuff. If you have an older kid, I super encourage you to include them on giving. It's been so much fun with us. Start a sinking fund and Santa's list if you haven't yet. And thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this episode of Mom is on Fire. Like I said at the beginning of the episode, if you enjoyed it, please leave a review and share it to someone else that might be interested. <laughs>